0: This is Joe Basso for Music Radar, the place for music makers, and I'm speaking with Darren Malakian, guitarist for Scars on Broadway and of course noted guitarist with System of a Down. So the new record, Scars on Broadway, your new band, tell me how it came into being.
1: Well, um when when I knew that uh System was going to, you know, we we're going to do the Ozfest and just kind of go our own way, um you know, I write songs, and and uh, I wrote the majority of the songs for System of a Down. So I, I needed I needed a place to uh, I needed a home for my songs. You know, I just couldn't sit there and write songs and just you know sit there. So um, I knew I had to put together a new band. You know, um, you know that that kind of is how it all originated, is you know, and and also at the same time I knew I wanted to do something that was kind of more towards a a rock direction. I guess less songs like Funny and, uh, you know, Whoring uh, Streets, and uh, I just wanted to, t- I think a more straightforward direction maybe is what I'm talking about. Right. And, um, yeah.
0: It certainly uh, sounds that way on the record, the herky-jerk time signatures of your past work, uh, the chugging guitars, they're, they're largely absent. There's more of a uh, straightforward kind of swaggering musical uh, attack.
1: I just where I've evolved as a writer. Whether this album was going to be the new System album or was going to be, you know, a Scars album, which it is. But uh, my writing was taking that direction either way. That that's just you know kind of how it worked out. I think when I was writing "Mesmerized" and "Hypnotized," I wrote a few songs that I, I saw my writing starting to take a turn on that record. When I wrote "Lost in Hollywood" or. She's like heroin and uh, hypnotized, soldier side. Just songs that were, I guess, more on the moody tip. I just, you know, I, I kind of see this album as a, an evolution from that.
0: What is the status of System of a Down right now? I, I've i read various I things know. that it's hiatus, it's a separation.
1: Well, I use the word separation. I mean, you know, everybody in the band uses a different word. <laughs> you know, I use, I use the word separation because you know some people get divorced and some people separate you know hiatus makes me feel like you know it makes people think the band's going to come back right away you know after we're done doing this and that's just not how it is you know we we may come back and do some live stuff later on in time but when that time is none of us know and it's not in any one person's hands in system of Down, i think it has to come down to four people wanting to get back together at the right time of their lives you know
0: How did your writing process differ for this record, knowing that you were gonna be doing all of the singing?
1: I think that mentally writing the song, I think, I try not to do too much thinking when I'm writing, but I think subconsciously I knew that it was me that was gonna be doing the vocals, so I think naturally uh, the songs came out with more of my style, and I guess, with systems sometimes, you know, I. I would bring in songs and like, especially with topic matters, you know, I would try to really try to get synced in with what Serge is interested in, in life at the moment and where his life is at. So if I write something, it can be something that he relates to. So, you know, I'd bring in songs like Deer Dance for System and I'd bring in songs like, uh, you know, Prison or whatever, uh, more, sometimes more politically driven songs, just cause I knew he, his interests lie there. These were like kind of the little mental changes that kind of you know made the songs shape up to the way, the way they are in the Scars album.
0: Well, musically, it sounds like you're you're uh, uh, having a blast and uh, evolving in, in a lot of ways. There's songs like "3005." Uh, it sounds kind of Bowie-esque, a little Eno-esque. There's things that definitely sound like uh, '70s punk. So, are you? Getting a lot of your musical yayas out that you weren't able to in a system
1: I think for me, every album that I've ever done, whether it was from the first system album to this first scars record, it's me getting my musical yayas out <laughs> you know and I think that's why you'll see an evolution and a progression from album to album It kind of changes in a, in a in sometimes major ways, sometimes subtle ways. In, and the people you just mentioned, like Bowie and Eno, and a lot of you know punk rock stuff like the Damned and the Stooges and stuff like that is is stuff that I don't think I've expressed in system of a Down before very much at least you know in, in this band is, is that's kind of where my focus is at with those kinds of styles, and that's just where my writing's at you know uh, not that I don't like heavy music because there are there is stuff on a record that's heavy. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm looking for something different with heavy music. I guess you know. I don't I don't want to keep playing the same thing. I never want to write the same songs over again. I always want to write something I've never written before. Uh,
0: the guitar tones definitely have more of a uh, '70s rock vibe. Is that something you were intentionally going for?
1: It just fits the mood of the song. It's kind of like how I like playing at home. You know, I, I lately I've just been you know taking a clean amp and just over turning up the volume and using you know the overdrive from loud volume it's just kind of how i like to hear it you know I, I i can't i get bored very fast you know really fast to be honest. <laughs> with music especially you know i don't i can't get stuck on one thing you know like I, and i'm not one of those people who you know my clothes matches the music that i listen to it's like if you dress goth you listen to goth music if you dress hip-hop you listen to hip-hop music it's like i don't I just—I don't know. I, I don't like that. I think music is just so broad, and I get bored with it really fast. And I always just try to move on to the next thing, you know, and and uh, try to find the next thing that I'm into. I mean, people—you li- know—if people heard what I listen to nowadays, they would never guess. I'm a huge Waylon Jennings fan. I'm a huge Merle Haggard fan. You know, th- no one would ever guess that I listen to those people, judging from my music.
0: Did you record this record mostly with your s g
1: um s g three thirty five a lot of i have a lot of um vintage guitars that i've collected in, in my like last ten years and so uh, a couple of those guitars i take into the studio and record with them
0: how about uh, the ice man did you bring that out
1: um no i actually haven't played the Iceman man for a while. I mean, I've been playing the SG since uh, Mesmerized and Hypnotized, so it's been a few years now.
0: Is the way you work with, with John, your drummer, uh, in Scars different than you worked in System?
1: I'm telling you, the way we approached writing songs is absolutely the same. Absolutely the same. There was no different approach or, you know, nothing. It's just me with coming in with the song, showing it to John, showing it to the rest of the guys, which is exactly how we wrote it in System
0: in our remaining few minutes I have some reader questions uh, a reader by the name of Aki of the Dead asks <laughs> what advice would you give to an amateur guitarist or songwriter who feels they aren't very good?
1: I just, just do it don't be afraid of being good or not good it's, it's not about being good or not good it's about expressing that emotion that you have in you you know what I mean and, and that's like saying well I couldn't cry but the person next to me cries better <laughs> you know, uh, there, there is no good or bad, you know, it's just a matter of, it's a matter of you, you expressing yourself. The good or bad, I guess, comes in when other people are listening to it and if they dig it. But if it's honest and if you're really laughing or if you're really crying in your songs, you're just, you're being honest and you're not trying to be somebody else and you're not afraid to express that. You're not afraid to be laughed at. You know, that's that's really important, you know, not to be afraid to be laughed at.
0: Susie Q asks, what is your favorite Scar's song to play live and what is the hardest?
1: Funny is my favorite Scar's song to play live just because I like singing it and I'm still trying to figure out what it's about. The hardest song to play, mm-hmm. they're not, the ones to play aren't that hard to, uh, there is nothing really hard to play but they're like um, Babylon is a little tough to sing at the end. gets a little high there.
0: Funnily enough, a reader uh, named Sowed For Me asks, Do you like the sound of your own voice?
1: Hmm. <laughs> Not when I'm talking. <laughs> I don't mind it when I'm singing, to be honest with you, but when I'm talking, I, I think everyone's like, everyone hates hearing their own voice when they're talking.
0: Flora Laura asks, Do you generally stick to a certain scale in your songwriting, more or less?
1: I actually try to push myself to get you know you can get really stuck into that same routine of stuff that you play and your fingers kind of your muscle and your brain kind of naturally go that way and that's part of your style which is cool but i try to kind of go outside that sometimes and try to use chords that i've never seen or heard of or tried before and or mix things and just to see if it works or not sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but um, I don't really get stuck into any one thing. You know, I, I try to be as, as uh, open as possible when it comes to scales. or I don't really think of it that way. I think of it more in sound. I don't know how to read notes. I don't know how to count music. I don't know any of that. I, I, I just, you know, I, it, it's more of how it sounds, you know. A reader named Silf asks, what
0: goes through your mind when you're on stage playing a show? I don't think nothing's going through my
1: mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's it's like a, it's like jumping into, like, this crazy blender. And then after the show's over, they just pop you out of the blender. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's almost chaotic. So it's kind of, not much is going on in my head. Even the lyrics I'm singing are just kind of, like, happening. You know, I'm not really thinking about it. It's just kind of happening.
0: A reader named Skit asks, I can't help but notice that uh, you're rather bearded these days. What's up with that?
1: I don't know. I just kind of stopped shaving. <laughs> <laughs> but it's getting kind of hot, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I'm not sure how long I'm going to last with this beard. The beard is probably not going to be something that's going to be forever <laughs> with me.
0: But as of right
1: now, I'm kind of, you know, I, I I was contemplating on shaving at least, like two nights ago. But... I talked myself into keeping it because it's taken so long to grow, but I just feel like one night I'm just going to shave it and I'm going to jump on stage and everyone's going to see my face again. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I look like, to be honest with you.
0: A reader by the name of Hack Thesis asks, can you beat your own song on Rock Band?
1: I've never played Rock Band. I, I play a lot of video games, but I never play that one. Okay. I don't know. I think there's a... a guitar player side of me that almost rebels against it because I want kids to learn how to play the real guitar. Right. (laughs)
0: System Malakian18 asks, are you going to release any songs that didn't make the final
1: cut of the album? Well, we released uh, some B-sides. A song called Hungry Ghost we've released you know, who knows, you know, sometimes a a film comes around that, you know, we might want to be involved in, they might want to, there are a few songs that we did leave off that were really great songs that just would have made the record too long, so, uh, probably yes, at some point, you know.
0: I have have uh, another question of my own, what was it like finally producing a record on your own, because traditionally you've worked with uh, Rick Rubin in
1: the past. Well, the funny thing is, Rick kind of came in this time around when we were rehearsing, I've, I've always relied on Rick for his taste. Uh, my part of it as a producer has always been, you know, I knew how I wanted the sound to be and the direction of the sound to be, and, and I mean, I was always the guy who picked the studio that we recorded in and all that stuff, so, so I, I walked into it with a pretty good idea of what I wanted out of the album. And Rick always was the guy there to hand me his taste and, and lend me his taste and say, you know, it's a little too much like this, a little too much like that. So this time around, he actually kind of came in. He wasn't as involved, but he, he came in while we were rehearsing. And, you know, just we played him our songs a couple times, and he, you know, gave us his advice. And, like, for example, uh, Funny, the song Funny, I started it out, with a guitar line and then I started singing and Rick suggested, "Hey, why don't you just start singing right away?" Right. So that's why the song starts with me singing right away cuz Rick suggested that. So, you know, little things like that, he kind of came in and and gave me a, f- a few pointers and advice and and uh and it it was nice. You know, I love Rick. You know, he's he's uh he's he's an inspiration. A, a lot of what I know in the in the production area and and in the studio comes from Rick, you know
0: last question and it's a serious one. Uh, you're going on tour soon. Uh, how are you gonna follow baseball on the road?
1: <laughs> baseball and NASCAR. <laughs> okay uh, you know it''s, it's uh, you know you, you can do it there's internet. <laughs> I, I get baseball scores on my phone.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Darren, thank you very much for spending some time with me.
1: Same here. Thank you. And I appreciate all the questions from the fans. It's very nice.
0: This is Joe Basso with Music Radar, the place for music makers. And I've been speaking with Darren Malakian, guitarist for Scars on Broadway. And uh, again, Darren, thank you very much. Thanks a lot, man. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.